Hello and welcome, everyone. Hello and welcome, everyone. Happy summer. Happy Thursday. <clears throat> Happy Thursday. How you doing, Dave? I'm doing great, Ralph. How hey, what do we have here? Uh, welcome to Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I am Dave. I'm Ralph. And Ralph is still recovering from his neck. Oh, man, I'm hurting, man. I, uh, I have an MRI coming up. They asked me if I'm claustrophobic. I don't know how to answer that because I've never been in that position. To even know if I'm claustrophobic. Well, you'll I know. haven't had a very hard life. You'll know once you're in the tube. I guess so. So, yeah, I had x-rays. I have an MRI. My chiropractor basically said, let's get you checked out elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm drinking a Dr. Pepper tonight. Cheers. Because I'm on muscle relaxers. I'm drinking a Dr. Pepper because I haven't had a soda in a long time. Yeah. And, and they're, I'm being they're, in our, they're in our home. So it was a good pairing with the Taco Bell we had a little bit ago. We're making a day of it. We're making a day of it. We really are. My lady's at a bachelorette party, so we're uh, we're making a uh, we're making a day of it. <clears throat> I came right from work. Yeah. to come here. <clears throat> so for those of you diehard listeners out there, that you're going to have uh, have this episode earlier than you're used to having it, and while you're listening to it, Kurt, uh, we're going to be shooting pool in the garage. Yeah, we are, and smoking cigars. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see how functional I am. <clears throat> I don't have a good range of motion, so I'm assuming that. You're going to beat me pretty bad, and that's probably the it's reason. It's your, your left side, right? Or this your right one. side? This one. Your righty? Yeah. Ooh, this should be interesting. This. You want to put money on it? No, of course okay. not. No, of course not. I'm not a better. Uh, so our main content tonight is going to be talking about a 32-team league. Um, <laughs> let's just say <clears throat> the drama was not saved for anyone's mama. No. If, it was all up in this league. If this were a Star Wars league, the drama would be strong with this league. <laughs> yes. So that's going to be our main content is talking about um, the the structure of it, which I think it's set up pretty well for being a 32-team league. And then the demise and the the rebirth um, it was literally... And some drama. We have some commissioning drama. It was we have a, some etiquette drama. It was like a bad accident you can't, oh, you yeah. can't look away from. Couldn't turn away from. It's It's led to some of the best... Um, uh, team names I've seen in a yep. while. Some some good some good uh, some good gifts, so. some good one liners. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. So that's going to be our main content. But but before we get to that, uh, we've got a little bit of NFL news, don't we? We have some. I heard there's a quarterback that's pretty good. <clears throat> yeah, and he's going to be getting paid as such. Yeah. So I think from now on, I'm calling him Mr. Mahomes. <laughs> Uh, because he is now, uh, he's rich. Yeah, he is. He's rich! So he goes from being really good to now really rich. And uh, so we're talking about Patrick Mahomes, but I'm, again, calling him Mr. Yes, Mahomes. Yes, Mr. Mahomes. Um, Mr. He, Moneybags. He goes and gets MVP one year. Yep. Turns around, wins the Super Bowl next year. Yep. Super Bowl MVP. That year. Yep. And he parlays that into a mega deal. I thought I read it wrong when it popped up because yeah. you don't see 10-year deals in really anything but hockey. Yeah. 
hockey's where I've seen him, right? Didn't Parisi and baseball. Suter coming in? Base, baseball, baseball, I guess, yeah. yeah. But uh, not in football. No. Not there, in football. There were a couple years ago uh, that had some 10... Uh, I forgot the names, but a, a few players had 10-year uh, contracts, but they don't do them anymore. Nope. Players don't like them. Well, right, because you're locked into... <clears throat> yeah. That was well. Was wasn't that an interesting aspect of Last Dance, where Scottie Pippen was tied into like this super long contract for not a lot of money? Yeah. So he kept getting better and better and better and better, but he's tied into this contract that he shouldn't have agreed to, and then he's, you know, and I've heard people talk about how this deal could actually not be very good for Mahomes because as people keep as the increase in pay keeps mm-hmm. going, his pay is going to stay at what right. he agreed to. But I also think if you're, if you have the chance to get paid for the next ten years a consistent mm-hmm. fifty million dollars a year, I don't care if somebody ends up passing you by the year. That's security that you can't. I mean, it's guaranteed. I mean, a lot of that money's guaranteed. Yeah, and plus, if if he's getting all that money and he the team knows what he's going to be getting, they can work to build around him too. So right. It kind of offers a little bit of flexibility in what they can do because they they're going to be able to plan ahead, because they know they have them locked in, and they know that they they'll be able to work around it. Isn't it funny how that team doesn't really you like you think about the Seahawks and when they were so good it was mm-hmm. because they had so many defensive superstars yep. that were on like lesser deals, mm-hmm. but you look at the Chiefs and you kind <clears> of think to yourself. Their defense doesn't need to be very good because Mahomes can out firepower anybody. Correct. So it's almost like they can keep retooling on offense and yeah. be a little cheaper on defense and not worry about it. It's an interesting, uh, interesting kind of uh, strategy, but it's definitely the structure for the NFL is try to be good when your quarterback is making that rookie deal money, but yeah. which they did last year. But now, so here's he's here's the boosted. numbers. You ready for the? Numbers? I'm ready. All right, so he is locked up through 2031. <laughs> is that, that's just crazy it's to think. It's so funny. So it's a 10-year extension. I will be almost 50 Yeah. when his deal is up. I will be pushing, we'll be pushing 50. Yeah, that's my insane. birthday is, I turned 39 this month, so. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, crazy. You'll really be pushing 50. It's true. Um, so... Ten-year extension worth four hundred fifty million. It could end up being worth five hundred and three million. Wow! In the end, because wow. he's got kickers in there, like one point five million a year if he's MVP, one point five million a year if they win the Super Bowl. I mean, he's getting all these extra bonuses in there, all these incentives. Man. He's got a hundred and forty million dollar injury guarantee and a no trade clause, and. He's receiving an $83 million in assigning bonuses from 2021 to 2023. So in those three years alone, $83 million bucks. That's insane. It's, it's, I mean... How many <clears throat> Super Bowls do you think he'll win during that 10 years? It's four or five. It's a I, dynasty. I was <laughs> going to say three would be a safe... Three safe, safe, but bet. I'm... Yeah, but with the pieces they have. So you think he's going to compete with Brady, huh? I do. Brady got six? Yeah. Ooh, and, and, and Patty Mahomes is starting a lot younger, too. Well, and Mahomes is much more able. I mean, 
Brady's a gamer, but as far as physical tools goes, yeah. oh man, it's gonna be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be really mm-hmm. fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah. you know, I always say that. I mean, these players are being paid all this money, but I say more power to them. If if an owner of a team is gonna pay them that much money, I can't I can't get mad at a a player making a lot of money. I am not. I've never been that way. So. More power to him. Like all these people say, oh, they're not worth that much money. They're worth whatever somebody will pay them. This exactly. is ca- this is capitalism, man. Exactly. Supply and demand. I mean, look at look at the running backs. I mean, I feel a little bit bad for the running backs because they're so mm-hmm. good as uh, in the, on their rookie deal, and then they don't get that second mm-hmm. deal. I mean, they should really work to to get that turned around. But I mean, look at the older running backs like Gordon and Le'Veon Bell and yeah. those kind of guys where. <clears throat> You know, Devonta Freeman isn't signed yet because he wants a certain amount of money. Yep, and he's not well, worth it. he can want all the money he wants, but if nobody's going to pay it to him, then that doesn't do him any good. So, And also, with running backs, there's always going to be young guys coming in, right. replacing the kind of old guys. Quarterbacks, you know, only a few actually hit. There's only 32 starting quarterback jobs in the league. Yeah. Well, the... the uh, the NFL, the NFL owners and general managers are playing running backs right, where they draft the young guys, they run them into the ground, yep. and then don't pay them. You nope. don't have to. So until no the to. until the player player association figures out a way to bargain that differently, that's going to be the way it's going to keep going. And this is also good for um, the Texans and for the Cowboys when they decide to extend uh, Watson and Dak mm-hmm. because. The numbers aren't astronomical on a per year thing. Like right. he's, you know, um, it's a lot of it's incentive laden and what the bonus is. So Dak and Deshaun Watson can't say, hey, I want to make Mahomes money. They right. want to make more than Mahomes, but they're not as good as Mahomes. Yeah, and I can't imagine either one of them would be able to say with a straight face that they were. Exactly. There's being confident and then there's being crazy. So I don't know. Right. Yep. So that when I. Uh, when I saw that, I just was, I mean, I knew they were working on something, but 10 years. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yep, definitely. Um, couple other minor notes. Um, well, actually we talked about Cam Newton last week, right? We did. Okay. Yes. Uh, Raheem Mostert requested a trade. Yeah. Um, I don't blame him because it is a full backfield. However, He's the best one in that backfield, and he's 28 and a journeyman. So isn't that the team that's most likely to understand what he can do and want to use him? Right. It seems like a weird... Like, he doesn't really have any negotiation, any bargaining power, because they have guys, and um, nobody else is in the market for a running back. And really, he had one good year, right? Right. And it took him till he was 28. Right. So, and there were and there were circumstances. I mean, Coleman was hurt, McKinnon, and then Brady. You know, Brady. Uh, Brady gets hurt. Yeah. You know, so he was the he was you know next man up, and he took advantage of it. Mm. But come on, he's not going to be able to parlay that into yeah. anything. Good so. luck with that, sir. Yep, Good agreed. Uh, and then also, I've been I keep listening in on well, not listening in, but paying attention to what they're doing about COVID. And uh, how that's going to look when, when it starts back up again. And I've got a little bit more info to add from last week. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah, well, am I? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. So, 
After games, teams will be forbidden from interacting within six feet of each other after the game. Oh, I heard jersey swap is jersey no more. Jersey swaps are out as well. Which is a bummer. I like the jersey swap. It's a nice image, yeah. you know? So they, I mean, they could just, you know, ship their stuff to each other. Just FedEx it to each other. That might work. Um, and there, there's also going to be no on-field seating, so the fans can't sit on the field like some uh, some arenas have. Okay. Both teams will be traveling by bus. Media will be Me- banned. Oh, no planes. No planes. So does what do you do if you're on the other on the west coast, east coast? Greyhound, baby. Whoa, I, that's going to have an effect on players. That's a long trip. Yeah, I would think. Maybe though. But I think this might be just for preseason, and they may switch it up in the regular season, but we'll see. Hmm. Um, media banned from locker rooms. Okay. So coaches and players will not be required to wear masks, but other game day workers in the bench areas would be required to wear one. Okay. So if you're like a water boy or something. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then anybody with bench access is screened pregame. And if they have a temp of 100.4 or higher, they go. 100.4. Oh, 100.4. Yeah, not 104. 100.4. Yeah, no, that's what it was. Okay. So, what if Mahomes is 100.6? Uh, that's a bummer, is what that is. Well, or do you just say, he's okay. It's close enough. Well, I mean... If Raheem Mostert is 100.6... He sits. What you're saying is the teams are responsible for monitoring this themselves? I think that. That's the problem. And we're back. And we're back. So we don't know where that cut out, but I got a spam phone call. And apparently uh, I never get phone calls while we're recording because it just stopped the recording. Yeah, because we usually do this about 9, 9.30 at night. And, it's and nobody calls o'clock. me. Yeah. Unless it's somebody that's spamming me, apparently. I like that the phone tells me potential spam. Yeah, comes in it's handy. It's kind of nice. So anyway, uh, we were talking about uh, something. Oh, COVID. Yeah, yeah. If a player gets, So back to it. Thank you for a, your patience. If a player gets pre-screened... And they're above the threshold of 100.4 degrees. Uh, is it the team administering it or is it the league? I don't have an answer for that. So it must be the league because a team is not... I mean, they should they should want to play it safe, but if they're superstar quarterback... It'd be like the honor system. You know, you take Mahomes out of a game and that makes your chances of winning exponentially lower. Right. So, um it just seems like that needs to be the NFL in charge of that and not the team if we're playing it safe. So, And what if you're just a guy who consistently runs hot, you know? Well, right. Wouldn't it be a little bit like a, trying to beat a lie detector, right? I mean, you need to set the bar. Yeah. It needs to be established that you run hot ahead of time. But Take an ice bath or something. My guess is if you're running hot, you're just out of luck. Or it could be like in uh, Full House when DJ Tanner wanted to convince Danny that uh, – that uh, she had a fever, and so she had a hot water bottle yep. or something. She held it to it, and she goes, 110, dying. Yeah. Shakes it out. Keep going. 103, perfect. Not going to school. Uh, yeah. I can't remember the line, but it was it was something like that. So anyway, anything else with COVID? <clears throat> That's pretty much it. Okay. So I, I did see that the Big Ten apparently is only doing conference games. Okay. So no non-conference games. That's gonna make a. That's gonna be a big deal for. Um, that's gonna be a big deal for college football. 
and teams I, that don't play any conference like Notre Dame doesn't have a conference yeah. they just play independently so yeah. does that you know too many conferences do this and all of a sudden they don't have a season well the Ivy League's done they shut down they They're officially shut down playing any sports. no season at all yep no. well they're academic anyways mm-hmm. um and i know a lot of colleges are um taking away the lesser sports you know the like the gymnastics and and all that stuff because mm-hmm. it's does it's not feasible sure so i mean it's it's sad for the athletes but on some well, level totally you got to you know the the sports that make the school a lot of money you might prioritize differently than the ones that don't. And, yep. you know, gymnastics isn't a moneymaker for the school, unfortunately. No, not so. at all. That's the one that the parents go to, pretty much. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, should we should we jump into the 32-team whatever? Let's jump in head first. So this started off all just butterflies and whatever. So here here's what happened. Uh I don't remember if somebody invited me to this or if I just spotted it because I've been spending time on, on the couch icing my back. So I may have actually been going through the, um, going through the uh, you know orf- or not orphan but new league starting up. Yeah. And I come across a thirty-two team league, which is bigger than I've ever done, mm-hmm. and it was only a five dollar buy-in. Mm-hmm. So that the price was right, and I've never done thirty-two teams. I thought this will be fun, so I jump in there. And I noticed that there's about 10 of the 32 spots had been filled. But they were gradually starting to get filled up. So I thought, oh, well, I'll, I'll invite all my boys. I'll invite Danny, I'll invite Dave, I'll invite Kurt, I'll invite one of Beer Bad, I'll invite Bright B, I'll invite Bear Crimson, invite, invite everybody, right? Um, and my all my sleeper friends had very good willpower. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't get any of them to join in. It was just, it was you and Kurt and Danny. And I've never been in a league this big, so I thought, you know, it's five bucks, That's the two teams. It was the price for me. I didn't want to add a big money, but for five bucks, yeah. and I knew the draft would take a while, so let's get this going. So a 32-team league, um, the the roster is set up to be, and I'm looking at the, the original, but I think they're the same. Yeah. The roster is one running back, two wide receivers, one tight end, one flex one super flex. So yes, that means you can start a, a quarterback, mm-hmm. but you don't have to because right. obviously everybody would get one if it were exactly perfect and so it'd be hard to require a quarterback. And then it is IDP. So one defensive lineman, two linebackers, one defensive back, one IDP flex, and then seven bench spots. So you've got 18, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 18 total spots on your team. Yes. So the scoring was fairly straightforward. There was no tight end premium, six point per passing touchdown. There are big play 40 yard bonuses for a point. And then the IDP scoring was pretty straightforward. There was a mistake in there that we'll talk about later. (laughs) Yes. So this league gets filled. And it's $5 for everybody. And I don't recall there being any drama before things started. No. We and just, we got it going. It, I, I feel like in this league, there were a lot of people that knew each other. Because there was a lot of banter. Yeah, you got that impression? Yeah, I got the impression okay. that they knew each other. I could see that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've been in a lot of leagues. 
And you don't say. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and there's in every league, well, not every league, but in a lot of leagues, there's always one big loudmouth. Yep. The loudmouth who, you know, pipes in about everything, who knows everything. And, uh, you know, they want to be heard. Which I'm getting accused of being. Yeah. And I don't think I'm the one who's doing that. Yeah. I think my points are pretty They're well, valid. well made. Yeah. But... but in this league, there are probably ten yeah. big personalities. There were. And, and one of them was the commissioner. One of them was the commissioner. And it's, it's annoying yeah. is what it is. And it, what it does is it takes away from the actual draft because everybody's got to chime in on this knucklehead and then a couple other knuckleheads chime in and next thing you know, everyone's distracted and it's been two hours and there's been no drafting. Right. And one of the first complaints about this draft was that it was an eight-hour clock, but it was paused overnight. Yeah. Which means if someone's taking the full time, you're looking at one pick a day. Mm-hmm. And that's, un- that's, that's unacceptable. It, My... That would be okay if it was a 12-team league, but this is a 32-team right. Right. league. Right, exactly. It's massive. So yeah. you're talking end of the first round is like the third round for right. a normal league. And so the first comments that started getting made were about that, were about that time. And my, my thought was that if, if it's going to be an eight-hour clock, it shouldn't get turned off overnight. Because yeah. who's really away from their home phone for eight hours? Like, if you're sleeping, the chances that eight hours lands perfectly on your eight, hour, eight and a half hours of sleep uh-huh. is pretty, pretty weird. Yeah. So, you know, that was the first issue that started getting... Um, getting uh, brought up but but before we get into drama let's just talk about the the strategy and results here for this first league did you figure out which one was yours from the original yeah i gotta get back into it okay so going into a 32 team league uh like like i want to anytime i'm i'm drafting in any format i wanted to have a plan and so my plan was i had the one eight which meant i had the two twenty five and then it was a third round reversal, which is another aspect I've never dealt with. Yeah. Now, the argument with a third round reversal, the idea is the first and second rounds go 1 to 32 and 32 to 1. And then in the third round, the person who had the first turn takes the first pick in the third round. Yes. So the argu- so I'm like, okay, what is the point here? And the way it was explained to me by some people who, I don't know, one guy said, well, why don't you just Google it? Like he was not even, like, yeah. I just want to hear what the, what the thought process is. But Kurt explained as well. Apparently, in a, in a deeper league, people think that the person with the number one overall pick has a huge advantage. Right. Because they get the first pick, which is in theory the best player, and then they get the turn at two to three yes um now as someone who prefers to draft at the turn and i would argue prefer to draft at the turn even in a league this deep Mm -hmm. yeah i don't think that first team has the advantage now if you're gonna say that christian mccaffrey is healthy all 16 games um that's fine but i look at it this way if you're if your one one player hits and stays healthy all year then yeah, you may have an advantage. Mm-hmm. But that is a lot riding on one player because you're waiting 60, you know, 64 picks yep. until you get your next pick. 
So if CMC goes down, your team is now at a severe disadvantage. Yes. So I don't understand why that's necessary. I I am fine with a snake the way it is. Whatever. It was apparently it was talked about early on that it was gonna be a third round reversal. And apparently it's meant for leagues that are this deep. Yeah. So my plan, and then uh, you can share your plan, Dave. My <laughs> my plan was I wanted to I wanted George Kittle, even at one eight, and I thought he would be there. Because there's no tight end premium. But I wanted to get the best, in my opinion, the best player at that position. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a lot of people struggling to have a tight end to be able to start. And I didn't want that to be me. I knew there'd be many more players at running back and wide receiver. I knew I didn't need a quarterback, technically. And I knew I could wait on defense. So I wanted to get a quarterback. I mean, I'm sorry. I wanted to get a tight end. And I ended up getting George Kittle at Mm 1-8. Um. And then I want well, I just do my strategy and my no, start, and yeah. then you can do yours. Um, coming back around, my goal was either J.K. Dobbins or C.D. Lamb. Um, and J.K. Dobbins went at the, uh, let's see, close to the turn. He went at 2-2, so that was way earlier. And then because tons of quarterbacks were going... I was thinking, all right, this is great. This looks like I'll get C.D. Lamb. Well, at 224, right before my first pick, or my second pick, excuse me, C.D. Lamb goes. So now I'm frustrated, and I decided to take Odell Beckham Jr. And figured that was a good, um, you know, he should be healthier this year, and he should have a better offense this year. So I started Kittle and Odell Beckham. And then coming back around, I'm watching who's going, I'm watching who's going. The other thing about a league this deep is you can't really predict who's going to be to you. You yeah. really have to wait until you're a few picks away. And especially being IDP, too, you, yeah. just, you just have no you idea. You just never know. No. So you might have a guy you're hoping for, but it could fall any million of number of ways. So at 325, Justin Jefferson was still available, your guy for the Vikings. My guy. And I thought he was the perfect pairing to go with Beckham. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the, the rookie and he's going to get peppered with targets. And I just thought they would complement each other nicely. So then it goes all the way around. My next plan was because linebackers were flying off the board, yeah. but no defensive backs and no defensive linemen had gone. So I wanted my, the best defensive lineman I could get as my fourth pick. Mm-hmm. And when I picked Joey Bosa at four, eight, no defensive lineman had been taken. Um, Nick Bosa actually went right. Had they? Yeah. Miles Garrett went at 331. Excuse me. You're right. Daniel and Daniel Hunter, Hunter went. went. Okay. So yeah. Joey Bosa didn't go, but okay. he was, Bosa's my top guy. So, yeah, um, and then Nick Bosa went right after. So my start before this fell apart, which we'll get to in a little bit, <laughs> was Kittle, Beckham, Jefferson, Bosa. I loved this start. I was so excited about this start in a 32 team. Yeah. League. So excited. Um, it was not to be, but what was your strategy, Dave, going into this 32-team league, and then how did your draft start off with the four rounds we got through? Uh, my strategy was I really wanted to get a quarterback right away. That was my goal. In a 32-team league, I figure, and you don't have to start a quarterback, but I really wanted to get one of the, the top four or five It's a huge advantage to it have is. a quarterback in that super flex. Yeah. Six points per passing touchdown. Yeah. If you don't have a guy in there, it hurts you. Right. So what I did is I ended up trading. I because I, I drew the twenty one spot. Okay. And I traded up to seventeen. And oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. 
so I, I forgot what I gave up, but I, I, I felt I didn't give up much. It wasn't a huge no, trade up. It wasn't call. a huge. It was trade. a smart move for you. Yeah. So I was really hoping to get uh, Murray. Actually, that's who I wanted. Uh, but then Danny took forever with his pick, and ended up getting Kyler Murray. Yep. So and Dak and Jackson and Mahomes had all gone. Yep. Mahomes went first, then Jackson, and then uh, yep Dak. So I went with Deshaun Watson. So had you already traded up when Murray went? Like you were hoping you got up far enough to get him? or I, Murray hadn't been picked yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you and acquired the pick hoping Danny would take somebody else. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Um, Watson is a good parting gift? Yeah, Watson wasn't a bad parting gift. So I was I was happy with that. Okay. Um, and then my thing's all messed up. So I'm trying to go from memory. Around the turn, I had uh, Cooper Cup next. Mm-hmm. And uh, I figured with Cup, he's gonna get peppered. He's gonna get a lot of receptions. Goff likes him. Yep, and he's always he always has a chance of you know doing a two hundred yard game. You know. Yeah, if you just look at the first half of last yep. year, he was incredible. Ten, twelve receptions, two hundred yards. So he's he always has the capability of doing that. Yep. And um, the more drafts I've been doing, the more he's been falling to me. And uh, so I've got a lot of shares of Cup. Yeah, the shine is off of him probably yeah. because of how poorly he ended the year last year. Correct. Correct. And then uh, I think I traded my third. Um, so I didn't have my third. I, I used my third to move up. Um, so then in the fourth, I went with tight end. I went Hunter Henry. Okay. Um, because... Obviously, the, the big three were off the board. The big four and five were already off the board. Sure, sure, and, sure. And uh, Waller had gone at 3-5. Who else had gone? So he was the last one to go. Um, so I went with big ol' Hunter Henry. I figured he'd be a, a nice safety valve for the uh, the rookie once he starts. Definitely. Yeah. A nice security blanket. Um, and then I think I had... Again, it this is all jacked up because the league ended, but uh uh I have AJ Green in there as well, and that was my last pick before it all went to went to heck. All right. So I'm just scanning up in the chat. I I wish I had I I'm scanning. I've been scanning since you started talking and I'm still not to the part that um still not to the part we had here, but Basically, there was a lot of questioning going on. So one thing that happened was about the timer. There was a lot of drama there. It got lowered to to four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there was a lot of comment. You know, my my point is, you know, I expect people to make timely picks. Like, you wanted to be in a league. You should be excited to make your picks, and we shouldn't be constantly waiting a full four hours for you. And I was getting a lot of, well, you joined a slow draft. You know, this is a slow draft. You knew it was a slow draft. So what are you complaining about? Bah, 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 bah. Um, another thing that was going on during this draft was the trades. Personally, I am very against startup trades. The reason being... People don't understand draft pick value, and they very quickly are likely to torpedo their team. 
And so I don't like that somebody will trade more than they should for a certain spot and you're just giving somebody a super team. Like there's teams being just torpedoed and there's teams that are that are unbelievable. So the trades are just like these these huge deals of like I'll give you my my 4th, 6th, 7th, 9th, 12th, 13th, 18th yeah. for your second fifth sixth tenth and eleventh and it's like you don't even have any idea what you're doing you're just bored because you're not even close to like a decision going on here so uh uh, so i don't okay so let's the (laughs) other thing too is i would get the worst trade offers that just didn't make any sense like my my third round pick for their like six, nine, twelve, thirteen. Right. And in a league this deep, multiply all of those rounds right. by three. You want <laughs> you wanna get picks in the beginning rounds to get those studs in such a deep, deep league. Mm-hmm. And then I would send a trade offer to these knuckleheads. And then I would get the worst counter ever that just didn't make sense. And I just didn't even respond. I just hit decline because I it was just unbelievable. So we we had a we had one trade offer that was ended up being vetoed mm-hmm. and I even responded and said, Oh, come on, that's so bad. Danny yeah. traded basically a bunch of rookie future rookie picks. Um he acquired a bunch of future rookie picks for like a third round startup pick, like three, four, five startup. Yeah. For like a bunch of first and second rookie picks, and that was just really bad. And we all made fun of him, and it ended up getting turned around. And so that's another thing is I don't want to be in a situation. I gotta let Conan. I don't want to yeah. be in a situation where people are having to get bailed out. Exactly, and you know another thing too is. You know, I still believe that a lot of people knew each other in this league. So these trades were between two friends that didn't make sense, but they were just trading just for the sake of trading. Just to, they were pot stirrers. They were they were rabble rousers. They were just trying to make these trades just to get everybody talking to kind of ease the boredom because it was an eight hour pick window and nobody was drafting and. There's just gifts galore in this thing, too. So There were also some trades that felt like they could be collusion, which mm-hmm. is hard to spot, but you kind of think, why would somebody make that trade? Right. So then there was the also the aspect of this commissioner was constantly saying that he was going to go play Xbox. Well, even before that, there was also table talk. Oh, right, the table talk. Yes, yeah, so... We uh, we had a lot of guys who were sitting there saying, you know, this guy's still on the board. So let's start with this. Proper draft etiquette yes. is that you do not table talk. And what I consider table talk is you do not talk about players that have not gone yet. Like, right. wow, I can't believe so-and-so is still there. You don't talk about position runs. Like, wow, there haven't been very many quarterbacks picked. Yeah. Um, or wow, quite a quarterback run. Like you don't want to do any. You, I don't want anyone saying anything that is going to influence upcoming picks. Yeah. 
because I'm constantly hoping that certain guys or certain positions fall to me, and I don't want that influenced. Yeah. This is not a written rule in any leagues that I've ever been in, but it is common courtesy, Yes. in my opinion. It's good form. And so I am constantly going, please no table talk. And then I'm getting the res- I'm getting the response of um, you, you don't need to monitor the chat. Thanks, Dad. You yeah. know those kind of things. Yeah. And you know what do you mean? I was just commenting on this and this this. I'm like, yeah, but you know they're like, well, we're just having fun. You know, I just we're just getting some conversation going. You know what's fun for me? Winning. I want to beat you and take your money. So let's chit chat about strategy all you want when yeah. the draft is over. It's kind of like my whole thing. Like one of these guys was talking to me. I think it's. Um, Snake Pliskin, I think, is the guy that knows Danny. Yeah. And I, and I, uh, he was asking me something about a position. Maybe it was about Kittle. I can't remember. And I basically said, like, I have lots of strategy ideas. I would love to share them with you when the draft is over. Right. And he goes, well, what do you mean? Because a certain guy had already gone. Like, mm-hmm. it was about a certain player. It was about a running back. And I just said, and I just said, it's going to have to wait. Because what I'm, what I'm referring to, of course, is that... Running backs are replaceable. Yes. I want positions that are less replaceable and more long-term. So unless Dobbins is there, who I think is the next coming of um, Barry Sanders. Yeah, you love him. um, I love him, and I think he's in the perfect situation. Unless it's him, I'm not taking a running back. So you can give me a hard time by taking Kittle, but I'm taking a 25-year-old, 26-year-old stud tight end who's going to be that way, I'm hoping, for the next eight years. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to share that with him in the middle of the draft because right. that's what we call table talk. So then there was this this commissioner kept disappearing to play Xbox. Yeah. So then trolling begins. We've got we've got a uh, poll put out: PlayStation, Xbox, or I hate Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then people start talking in Spanish, which I thought was interesting about Xbox. Yeah. This appears to be um, like this appears to be Arabic. This is being talked about. Um, and then another weird thing was. It- guys would say i have um this guy on my team but i never drafted him bridgewater's on my team i didn't draft bridgewater i don't have darren waller roster says i do and it's do you like, think that's the computer not lining up like when you're on a co- actual computer the dra- the slots don't line up i know be- because up? the the old commissioner would take it off the guy's team hmm um, so then we have comments because then the commissioner would be disappear. He's going to play Xbox. Yep. Here's, here's a, here's a message. I wish I'd had time to prepare this. I was going to say top 10, top 10 Askar comments, yeah. um, of yesterday. And one of you, how can we trust a commissioner who's never here at Askar 1985? <laughs> um, and then at some point here, he's, he swoops back in. What are you talking about, Askar? Um... So this is why Askar always be shutting the draft clock off at 5 p.m. He's just sleeping all day. <laughs> <laughs> he must be hanging out in Chaz for the time being. Yeah. I think he's from Seattle. Um, oh, that's pretty good. You got Rose from uh, Titanic. It's been 84 years. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a nice little gift. Um, all right, we got to get into... 
<laughs> so then it starts going downhill when and there and there's shots fired. Speaking of losing, where's Ascar nineteen eighty five at? Because his four hours are almost up. At some point, he jumps back in and he's angry. What were you gonna say? Well, what I was saying is when it actually started to hit the fan. <laughs> wait, is, wait a minute, oh. Ascar. Ascar nineteen eighty five probably gets a California burger and takes off the tomato. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. All right, continue. So what um, What originally started the downfall was the uh, tackle scoring. Yes. Yeah. So it was two points per tackle, um, but it was one point for a, a tackle. I forgot what it was. It's a, it was set as a point for tackle. And then a point for a solo tackle and a That's half what point it for it. So the problem is that you can set it to just have all tackles the same or yep. you can set them separately. But if you set them both, they get scored twice. So when I was making the point of how this is clearly an error, I was saying how when, um, when Westeros started, I had it set that way for field goals. So an over, like any field goal got you three points. And then field goals of various distances got you points. So they were double scored. Yeah. And so Adam and I, after week one, had to actually go in and go, oh, this is wrong. And we had to, um, we decided everybody was, it was still even for everybody. So we just changed it and moved on. Yeah. But, uh, it, you know, it's pretty clearly a mistake because if you wanted it to be two points for a solo tackle, you just would have right. said it that way. This was clearly a mistake. And then he even admitted that he made a mistake. He admitted it and was he a mistake. He says, oh, well, my bad. Ha, ha, ha. I messed up, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that just – and then people want clarification. They're saying, uh, you know, Leonard's going to outscore Christian McCaffrey in this. And then there was a lot of people giving opinions back and forth, yes. which is fine. Yes, but the problem was, and the people who drafted linebackers is that what you're going to say? Yes. Yeah. So people were drafting linebackers now, thinking that they're going to get a ton of points off the linebackers. But I maintain that the people who are taking linebackers were mm-hmm. not taking that. When you looked, because one of the things the commissioner kept saying was, "Well, everybody looked at the scoring and told me it was fine. Everybody looked at the scoring and told me it was yep, fine." I'm just on that. Well, when you're looking at the scoring and you see a tackle's one point, you're not looking that carefully. Like right. it was clearly a screw up. We're not looking at it, seeing the two points for a tackle, and going, "Boy, that seems like a lot." Like it was set wrong. So I don't think the people who are taking, unless he did it in because te- he took two linebackers. So unless he unless he did it to specifically be sneaky. Um, I don't think people were taking linebackers for any other reason than they're the best scoring IDP players. Um, it was pretty clearly a mistake and it needed to be rectified was my, was my opinion. Yep. And then during all this, the, uh, the clock was turned off and the draft was paused. So then people who wanted to, were actually in the room to draft could not draft because the draft was paused Mm -hmm. because he was doing whatever. Um, and so then he changed it and then he says, I'm going to go back and play my game now. LOL. Um, check back in later. And then where did it go? Somewhere it just takes a, a drafting. So, and then he was, his big problem was 
He says, you guys only cared because it affected the way you draft. Let's be real. And then people were defending their stance on it, and he thought he was being attacked. So then he was getting defensive about everything. He was getting really defensive. Super defensive. And then I, you know, being the smart aleck that I am, I say, hey, Askar, is this your first time being commissioner? Because I was going to (laughs) say... I was going to say, you, you, in a team of 32 players and such strong personalities, you need to have a thick skin and you need to laugh some things off and not take everything personally. But sure. then I got busy with work because this is all happening while I'm working. And by the way, it's not like he's working his tail off to make the perfect draft experience. Right. He's playing Xbox in his mother's basement. Yes. Give me a break. Right. So, and then... um. It, it just keeps going downhill more. He's he's yelling at more people. Kona. That's what happens when we draft in the same room as Kona. Kona doesn't like Gascar okay. either. You're okay. All right, continue. So, um, and he was, that's what I was going to say too, is he was making I statements. <laughs> <laughs> he was saying... I'm doing this and I'm doing that. See if I care. And then at one point it got so bad, he's like, all right, well, we can fold the league then. And go request your little refund. See if I care because I won't. And then I threw in a gif of a little girl throwing a temper tantrum. And then he starts yelling at Snake Pliskin. <laughs> and then I said, this is by far the most dysfunctional league I've ever been in, and I love it. And then I said, because uh, Black Stallion says, you don't change a setting in the middle of the draft. Yeah, because uh, he basically changed the tackle setting once right. people were complaining. And I, I thought, well, that's good for me because that, I think it was a mistake. But really, he probably shouldn't have without at least getting everybody's vote in. And then I said, at Black Stallion, must be his first time. (laughs) So then he says, whatever. And then I told him to take a deep breath. And he says, I've never ran a 32-man league. Have you? I'd like to see you be commish. Would you like the job? (laughs) And then I said, do four eight-man leagues count? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I said, it doesn't matter how big the league is. And people are asking, you said, are you okay? You seem like you're upset. I know. I was trying to be, well, I was being a little snarky, but I was basically trying to kill him with kindness yep. is and what I was going I, for. And then here's where I said it. It just matters how, it doesn't matter how big the league is. It matters how you respond to adversity. Sure. And then he says, so you want to be commish saying it's my first time. And then I said, sure, I'll commission this league and I'll start with a redraft. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then he's like, I'm playing with men, not women. I thought I was playing with oh, men, not women. Yeah, that was a bad shot. Surrounded like, by a bunch of that? females. And who I said that? that he's the one that's whining the most. Danny uh, was very uh, was very offended by the sexism. Yep. And then I said uh, something that I can't say on the podcast. Yep. And then I said, dish it, take it. And then he says, I'm now the commissioner. And he, he took himself <laughs> I, off. I am the captain now. So now, <laughs> so now I'm the commissioner. <laughs> right? And this whole time, so he had brought on a second guy to be commissioner. And 
that guy did not know him personally. Mm-hmm. He was just in a couple leagues with him. So he was just there to start the clock and to push trades through. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, he was waiting for this guy to make a decision on the scoring or whatever. So this guy has been absent the whole time. So then once I become commissioner... Then I get grit guys saying, I have problems with how defensive tackles are scored. Danny says, so what about the tackles? Let's get the tackles changed. And then he's like, you said this is my first time, so we're going to see if you can do any better, Dave. Your turn to shine, Davey boy. And he and he kept jumping in with, is it my turn yet? Is it my turn yet? Yeah. Like he started asking all the questions that he felt he right. was being bugged about. That's So then while all of this is going on, I'm working, and I have people that have issues, and I can't follow along with the the draft or what's going on. You are the captain now. At one point, I said, this is the best day of my life, but then I can't see anything else. And then I finally get back to my desk where I get my phone out, and I want to change some settings. I want to change some scoring, and then I want to kick them. I want them to see me do the scoring, and then I want to kick them. And then people are saying, you have my axe, you have my bow, like, let's do that, let's kick him out. Um, and then I said, award for biggest temper tantrum goes to Asgar. And then he left. <laughs> um, he he also, he got a little shot at me in there. Um, I said, oh, yeah, I said, I said, Dave has the right temperament for the job. Yep. <laughs> and then... That were right, that was right before you said the best day of my life, yeah. and then Askar nineteen eighty five says, "Well, S word at R three dog twenty one. I wouldn't want to be a B word like you." <laughs> and I'm sitting here going, "What?" And then that's where he starts jumping in with the questions. Oh man, the clock is too slow. Yeah. Gosh darn it! When is it my turn to pick? Man, when is it my turn to pick yet? Guys, yo, is it my turn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and this is where I was trying to kill him with kindness. Oh, thanks, sweetheart. You flatter me. Yeah. So oh then gosh. eventually uh, it calms down again, and I say, I have no time to be commissioner, especially in a big 32-team league. Hold on one more. He said, you don't throw your phone, do you, at R3Dog21? What does that even mean? I have no idea. What does that even mean, bro? Anyway. Yeah. So then I just threw it out there. I'm like, I've got all this control now. I don't want to be commissioner. It was... It was hilarious. Um, and then just too much. It, it also much. and then Black Stallion says that this is the second time he's the commissioner, and uh, it hit the fan. Uh, the first time uh, people left in the middle of the draft, and then he created this one. So people left in the middle of that draft, and then he turned around and made this league. Aren't you happy I invited you guys into this? <sighs> and God. Kurt said that he was playing Call of Duty online last night. Yep. And that this guy left a match that they were in, said, I have to go commission a league. <laughs> I mean, you can't make it up. No, it was it was uh it was amazing. Um, so New commissioners swoop in, and maybe we should just break when we get when we transition to the. But next then week. I have, uh, I did something that I advised myself not to do. Mm-hmm. I messaged him. <laughs> you sent him a direct message. Yeah. Oh boy. So I had a direct message uh, argument with him. Oh last... my god! This is good. This is news to me, and I've never been so happy in my entire life. Yeah. So, and. I mean, I got really immature. I went down to his level yeah, with it. Yeah, that's just true. To, 
<clears throat> so I said, my very first message, congrats. You will forever go down as the biggest B in fantasy football history. <laughs> well, at least you took the high road. Thanks for playing. <laughs> and then it just went downhill from there. Oh, no. Um, I mean, he was, again, with the sexism and, uh, yeah, a lot of this stuff I can't repeat. Um, Why did you get into this with him? What was the purpose of this? I was on my break. Oh, man. You were just <laughs> bored at work. I was bored. And I, you know, I wanted to vent. Hey, and, that's uh, fine. And I took it out on him. So, basically... At, Kurt and I vent to each other, and you go right to the source. I went right to the yeah, source. Okay. Um, so, basically, at one point, he said um, that he's going to fold the league... And which happened, and we all got refunds. Mm-hmm. By the way, if yep. anybody's wondering, well, we he all just got... he cl- he basically shut down the league safe, right. which automatically refunds everybody who's in the league. Right. So I got my five dollars back. So then, he said, and then he brought up that I commissioned four eight man leagues. <laughs> I'm like, that's sarcasm, dude. And then he's like, so you've because never... that equals thirty two, right. bro. Yeah. So he's like, so you've never been a commissioner before, so you don't know. And then he's like, just go commission a league. And I said, I just made everybody a commissioner. <laughs> but he, he's a commissioner of seven leagues. Wow. Yeah. But then I said, he said, uh, where was it? He said, why are you starting the drama? And I said, I'm going to be real with you. This is where I went, Dr. Philemon. He's probably like 19 years old and needs a father figure well, no. to like tell him how it is. 80, he was born in 85. Huh? But with his screen name. Okay. So I said, I'm going to so be... this is a 34-year-old yeah. man? I said, I'm going to be real. You acted like a baby. Yeah. You lost control. Yeah. And you ran away when it got tough. Yeah. You made it all about you. I said... He said, uh, everyone was attacking you, how your feelings were hurt... And then uh, he said something about, because everyone started accusing me, I said, no, we were questioning and accusing are two different things. And he's like, you want to accuse me of stuff? Fine, I'm out. And then he's like, I got even, ha, ha, ha. I said, how'd you get even? He says, I left you bees, didn't I? I said, yeah, great job. You sure showed us by leaving us. Please tell me that you told him we restarted the league and it's just basically an homage to his hissy fit. Um, I didn't get that far. but Because I... maybe we should send him that live on the air. Just so you know, the league's been restarted yeah. and every team name reflects your Xbox and your hissy fit and your, and your rants and ravings. And then it got to a point where I'm like... I'm done. I'm, I'm yeah, we done shouldn't talk- actually. We shouldn't actually do that. I'm done talking We're to you. Probably more mature than that. I said, I'm done talking to you. I'm, you know, I got to be commissioner now. I said, and he just kept going. I'm like, dude, I'm done. But the fact he needs to keep going yeah. is why he doesn't have the right temperament to be commissioner. Right. Like commissioner needs to take the high road. You answer questions clearly and you don't take things personally. Yeah. You let the peons argue if they need to argue. And then you lay down the law when it, it's like being a teacher. Like, if you're getting into arguments with your kids constantly, you're not going to be successful. That's the same way a commissioner needs to yeah. be. Like, why get into that? You know, it was like when, it was like when, uh, it was like when Kong quit Westeros. It yeah. was like, you know what? You have the right to leave and take, you know, you, you put your money in. If you want to leave, that's on you. Because we have a system 
for complaining about trades if you think they're collusion. If you want to leave, you can leave. Well, I'm leaving. Okay, bye. We'll find a replacement. And, then, and enter Dave. And then he didn't <laughs> like when I, I said, uh, I said uh, you started a 32-team league and you were in over your head. Yep. So go back to your Xbox or maybe start another league and run away from that one too like your others. There were a lot of jokes about him having an inappropriate relationship with his Xbox. Yeah. Which I enjoyed. Um, so yeah, that was how I killed some spare time on my break. Yeah, that was, it was, uh, it was a lot. Um, one other comment that I'll throw in. So Danny's coworker is in here. So there were a lot of times the two of them were bantering and clearly in the same room as they're bantering in the chat. Yeah. Which I found very entertaining because Danny's comments are interesting. Oh yeah, they are. And so he and his coworker were making comments. And at one point he refers to me as the, the fantasy goat. Uh-huh. And I said, and, and like 12 more, 12 lines down, I, I go, wait a minute. I said, wait, did you, I said, at whoever, I said, did you call me the fantasy goat? He goes, yeah, call him like I see him. I was like, what did I do to deserve that? And he's something like, well, you're in 31 dynasty, le- uh, dynasty <clears throat> leagues. It, you know, makes sense. Da, da, da. Basically, Danny must have said something. Well, then Danny throws in, Goat herder is more like it. And that was where I had to, I texted Kurt and I said, all right, sometimes I got to remind Danny how it is. So I posted, Danny, remind me how many leagues were in together last yep. year? Three. How many did I win? Three. Yeah, goat herder. Yep. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I try not to be cocky, but it's like, dude, I won every league we're in together. Mm. You should probably know your role and not, not make fun of my goat, not call me yeah. a goat herder. This yeah. isn't Settlers of Catan. Right. There I am a goat herder. Congratulations. No, you don't want goats in Settlers of Catan. And then another thought Sheep, I had I guess, is, technically. is we may have a few new listeners from this league. Oh, man. Should we do 32 separate shout-outs? No, I mean, just, just for the ones that we like. That sounds terrible, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a couple I really don't like, so I'm not yeah. going to share about them. I mean, we should throw it, uh, once our podcast is complete, we should throw it in there and say, hey, listen... Well, we also, um, I, nobody took it out, took, words are let me hard. try again. Yeah, words are uh, hard. Nobody took us up on it, but we did say to these guys, if anybody wanted to record a blurb about their feelings of how this all went down, that we would be happy to play that on the air. Yeah. Um, so maybe if there's any of the guys listening from the uh, $5, 32-man, IDP... Version uh, 2. PPR Dynasty 2.0 League quite a quite a name of this that's a mouthful um feel free to uh record a blurb and we'll let you know how to send it to us if you hit us up in in the on the message board because uh <laughs> we can get some other opinions here uh just remember keep it clean so kids show clean. show for the kids yes this show is for the, the kids this is for the kids um all right we're gonna take a break and then we will talk about this league and how it came back together how it rose like a phoenix from the ashes it was resuscitated it was resuscitated so with uh danny at the helm we all knew we were in good hands and we'll talk about how that started off when we come back after a break booyah <laughs> we gotta make this a video show. That was the best I could do. I'm not skinny enough. <laughs> 
All right, start me up. We're going to start it up again because one startup just wasn't enough. Nope, we had to go ahead and do it again. So, Kona, you're going to get the vibrate. Oh, no. So, Danny and these two other guys took over because uh, you graciously handed it over. I did. I stepped aside. And there was a vote put up to see if people wanted to keep going. Or start again, basically redraft from the beginning. I think the main reason probably was that we all the we all got our refunds anyway, yeah. so it was easy to just start it up fresh. Yep. Now, I don't recall the vote actually concluding. I believe they just decided we were starting over because so many people actually were for it that they just did it and i was bummed about that because i really liked my start you had a start and the fundamental idea of restarting with the same group of people really bugs me because now everybody not only can they fix their own mistakes of which there were in my opinion a lot of mistakes that first time around but now you can see how everybody prioritizes everybody so Mm -hmm. like guys that fell before you know somebody knows that i want so and so and it's frustrating yeah so Nevertheless, we started over. We sure did. And there were votes put out for basically all aspects of the, um, for like all aspects of the defensive scoring, which yeah. I thought was interesting. Like it I was didn't very, think you, it was very democratic. Yeah, like I didn't think we needed to vote on all the settings. Like at some point, I'm cool with the. She didn't just throw up on the floor, did she? Um. I was okay with... No, you're good. Kona, you're really making this challenging. Um, <laughs> I I should have known. Look how ornery she's being. Look at that big smile. Kona, you're adorable. So cute. Um, so I, I would be okay with the commissions just deciding some of the scoring. But nevertheless, it was decided. A, a, a constitution was written, and we were starting over. Right away, there were still some questions that were being posted similar to last time yep but again it was let's get the conversation out now right um there were definitely some moments of uh table talk that i've been calling out as we've gone through here i was having ptsd from the first league. Every time somebody got a little snarky, it's like, oh no. Here we go again. What's going on here? Yeah. By the way, we didn't mention also, there were two guys who quit earlier in the previous yes. draft. Because of trading. Because of trading, and they didn't like certain trades that had gone down, I yeah. think. And so they just up and quit. So we had to replace two people even before the commissioner left. Yes. Um, which was kind of funny. So there was a point in this league like the main thing was you know this this draft started and we also had new spots so i had 120 yep and i got 32 yeah you got that all the way you got that sweet sweet turn so sure did so like for example my plan i was talking to barry crimson about this my plan was because it's not tight and premium what if kittle still falls to me at 120 now I get Kittle still, and I get a better player coming back around. Yeah. Um, so this one, what was the term you were excited to use on the podcast? T- douche nozzle? <laughs> douche canoe. <laughs> douche canoe. Yep. Um, wasn't, uh, wasn't she in Bring It On? 
Nope, that's Eliza Dushku. Um, so, I know, I've been holding on to that one. Um, so, it's pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah. That is Eliza Dushku, right? In Bring It On? Sure is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Hey. Mm -hmm. Anyway. (laughs) She's got a nice personality. So. She sure is. Um, (laughs) I got distracted. What were we talking about? Um. Oh, so I was talking to Barry Crimson and I said, boy, it'd be pretty sweet. So, so this one douche canoe starts talking about oh it was kelsey went um kelsey went at one nine yes which is right after one eight where i took kittle in the last draft Mm -hmm. and i didn't mention this but there was a lot of talk in the chat when i took kittle at one eight in the last draft like whoa too early biggest shock of the draft like people freaking out meanwhile somebody takes derrick henry right after and it's no big deal So anyway, in this draft, somebody comments on Travis Kelsey going at 1-9. And he says, wow, Travis, that's really early for Travis Kelsey, even not in tight end premium. I wonder this, I wonder that. Basically bringing tight end to everyone's attention. Yeah. So I said, no table talk, please. Again. Again, I said, no table talk, please. Now, I'm thinking... I don't want this to go further where now he goes, well, why is it table talk? I'm just talking about tight ends. Da, 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 da. So I go to my messages and I direct <clears throat> message him. And I said, please don't start a big tight end conversation that could cost me Kittle. That's what table talk does. Yeah. And he says, if anything, I helped your cause by pointing out that they don't have a premium, but I won't say another peep just for you. And I said, I appreciate it. I'm just trying to be like, I'm trying to take the high road, not get into it with him. I'm like, okay, I appreciate that. Even though I know he's being a snarky jerk face. Yeah, douche canoe. Then he says, no problem. Don't blame me though. If he goes before 20 though, LOL, top quarterbacks and running backs, almost gone. Dot, 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 dot. Good luck though. (laughs) And I said... (laughs) Well, that's the point. If you hadn't commented on tight end going, I wouldn't have even had to think about if it was because of your comment. Right. Like, that's the point. You could influence it. Like, Kurt mentioned that today. Yeah. He's like, it's not guaranteed that it's going to influence, but it's not guaranteed that it's not. It's just in the back of their brain. So then, sure enough, can I just, should I just get right into the actual results? Or yeah, should we? Okay. We can do that. As long as I'm already talking about this anyway. So so we're going along, and sure enough, George Kittle goes at 116. Uh-huh. And I have 120. Don't! And now I'm pissed. And the next couple picks start coming, and I say in the chat, I go... If anybody wants... To give me their... Oh, if anybody with a late first wants to give me their third... Give me their fourth? Fifth. Fourth. Give me their fourth rounder to move up was what I was asking yeah. for. I was saying if you want to... If you're in the late first, like for example, you're at 132. Yeah. If you want to give me 132 and your fourth to move up to take your guy here at 120, go ahead because my guy's off the board yeah. once Kittle win. So then the guy who took Kittle goes, um, well, I'll swap picks with you for your sixth. Eighth. Eighth. Meaning meaning you can swap with me. You can have Kittle. Just give me your eighth round pick. Mm-hmm. 
And I responded and I said, that's very generous, but no thank you. Then this other douche nozzle finds it necessary to jump in and give his opinion about, wait, you wanted to trade, you wanted somebody to, you wanted to trade back for a fourth, but you won't give your eighth to move up and get your top guy in the draft? That doesn't make any sense. Ba, 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 ba. And again, I'm trying to take the high road. I think I said something like, thank you so much for your opinion. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate it. Yep. Even though I don't appreciate his opinion, I didn't mean it at all. Right. Um, but you you did really well at taking the high road, though. I was, thank you. I was proud of you. You didn't exacerbate the situation by digging in. Thank you. Yeah. I, I really feel like the most of the time, that's the route I go until yeah. somebody pushes me too far. Right. So then the... And this... Um, let's see where it... Oh, okay. And this was this was here's a shout out. Snake Snake Pliskin yeah. is this guy, and this is Danny's buddy that he works with, I believe. And he he's come to your defense a few times. Too. He has. I mean, he seems like a good dude. My guess is Danny has told him like Ralph's a good dude. Hopefully, yeah. if Danny, hopefully, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if Danny, Danny would tell him that or not. Um, but this is oh, this is the guy where I said after the draft I would give him all my strategies. Mm-hmm. So he so he. Um, he offers that in the chat and I send him a message and I said, I legit appreciate the offer. I'm just not, oh no, that was for a different one. Oh yeah. I didn't even tell you this. Sorry. In the other draft, he, he offered me something to, for a, for AJ Brown for ODB. Okay. So it would have been, I would have added on to ODB to get AJ Brown. And I said, again, good offer, but whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway, but back to this. Okay, so back to this. Once once the whole thing with Kittle happened, he sends me a message. And he says, sorry, I almost didn't pick him because of you, but he was my pick there. Yeah. I, I personally wouldn't have taken him at 8 like you did, but because I liked better options for me. But at 20, he was my... 20, at 16, he was my guy. Yeah. And I said, that's fine. I'm just bitter. Um, and he says, yeah, but at 16, that was my guy. And I said, that... Uh, and at that... Oh, and then I commented on the table talker, and he goes, I'm sorry. And I said, that's fine. I just don't want to talk about it. No problem. So then he threw in that offer in the chat, and I said, thank you. That's really generous. I just can't do it, but thanks. He says, all good, man. I don't blame you for not doing it. Smart guy. Didn't think giving up picks would be your thing, but figured I'd throw it out. Then it got to his his turn, and he says, you sure? How about a ninth? My guy is still there. So once it got to be my pick and he knew his guy was there and i think it was sanders but then he ended up trading sanders for clyde edwards alaire or yeah. something like that like running backs of course because everybody loves running backs but he changed it to a ninth mm-hmm. and i was in the car heading from my chiropractor to the orthopedic urgent care <laughs> as this is all going on I'm like, oh my gosh and kurt's going you know you're at 30 minutes we're not used to you sitting on the clock i said i know i'm dealing with the chiropractor blah 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 but I basically said, you know what, I'll do it. Like for for to get my guy for a ninth, I mean, yeah. that's really the twenty seventh round if you're looking at how it equates. So yeah. that's very reasonable. Um and I said I said 
I said, thank you. I hate giving up that later start startup pick, but that's a great that's a great offer. I appreciate it. And he goes, I, he goes, no doubt. I wasn't trying to strong strong arm you. And I said, no, I get that. Thank you. And he goes, yep, glad it worked out. So anyway, this seems like a really good dude. Yeah. I'm a fan. He also was talking about himself as Snake Plissken, basically like talking about how he saved New York and all this stuff at the beginning <laughs> of the, the draft, which was yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. He was sticking to character. So anyway. Uh, that was that I really went on there, but I ended up getting George Kittle via trade, mm-hmm. and I just gave up a ninth that's coming up, you know, forever. Oh, he also threw me his pick in the last round, yeah. so just so I stay even. So then, um, should I just should we just keep going through here? Yeah, go for it. So he had trade. He had acquired. He picked Clyde Edwards-Alaire, but then traded that away for Miles Sanders and mm-hmm. something else. So yep. he he worked that pick. Good for him. So then it got down to you. Yes. At the All turn. Way down so to me. so Kurt, like Kurt, <clears throat> love to play his song in a bit. But uh, he picked Joe Burrow at one thirty one, and then yep. you're at the turn. I'm not gonna give uh, him the benefit of the doubt or the, the what's I'm, what I'm looking for. He sniped me basically. I wanted Burrow. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So I Burrow, Burrow would have been sweet at the turn. I won't give him the satisfaction. I'm gonna say. But notice how many how many fewer quarterbacks are going right now. Yeah. Like well, actually, they've fallen a, they've fallen quite a bit. There was a little bit of a run in the end of the third round. Uh yep. yep. There was, but yep. people waited a lot longer than they right. did in the other one because we only got through four rounds of the other one and pretty much every quarterback was gone. So far I'm going zero quarterback. Yeah. Um I've had a That's what I was doing in the last one. Yeah. I've had a few offers thrown my way, but they just weren't uh weren't enough to get the old juices going. Yep. So, and I haven't really thrown any offers out either. And I forgot about that third round reversal. reversal. Um, so all of a sudden it was my turn. I'm like, oh, sweet. I need a running back. So I, I snagged Carson. So Did you consider going quarterback at that 3-1 or did you know you were going running back? I know. After a, a few guys went off the board that I would have wanted, you know, the, the ones I'm going to get, aren't uh really my favorite quarterbacks in dynasty so uh, i'm just gonna wait okay yeah um because tua i mean because yeah. kurt came around and took Tua. he did he that, was pretty excited about that That dirty dog he's got burrow and tua in a no need to start a quarterback league hey he, he told me today he'll keep taking quarterbacks if people are going to ignore him because Whatever he looks works. at it as punt year one and they're going to have value because people sure. will realize they should be starting them all right so you got but sniped to burrow and then you had the turn so, yep. who'd you take? so I, I went uh wide receiver wide receiver i went mike evans i went my boy kenny galladay so i, I wanted to go strong with uh with wide receiver and uh, and that was my goal after Burrow was gone. So I wanted to go wide receiver, wide receiver, and uh, and I got it. And then Kurt came back at the the conclusion of you guys' turn. He took Juju at two yeah, two, um, and he was really hoping he could. You know, you if DJ Moore or AJ Brown or Chris Godwin, if any of those guys had been there for Kurt, I think you would have gotten Burrow because he was annoyed that those guys hadn't gone and pivoted to yeah. To Burrow. And I was honestly hoping Brown or Moore would fall to me, but. Didn't happen. Um, I was talking to Barry Crimson about the draft, and he called it perfectly. He basically sees it as Kurt and I have emotional investments on the guys that we think are going to be good, that mm-hmm. we like, and those are the guys we target. And Dave is the one who will take best player available and not worry about any anything else. I am the wild card. Yep. I, I, I mean, I haven't seen you take Mike Evans necessarily anywhere or Chris Carson anywhere. It's like those nope. are the guys. So Yep. 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 That's how, that's how I roll. 
All right, so... I, I have more guys that I won't draft versus guys that I really sure. need to draft. Sure, Like, Disley and Taysom Hill, they're my guys. I'll end up getting them on this in this league. Well, the guys you can take late makes right. a lot more sense, yeah. sure. Um, so, coming around the turn then, back to me. So, I was... So, I'm watching this draft, and I'm thinking, wow, quarterbacks are not really going which means more wide receivers and running backs are going. Yep. I feel like we had also had more linebackers going at this point early um, in the last one. So I'm watching and I'm thinking, boy, J.K. Dobbins keeps falling. J.K. Dobbins keeps falling. And if J.K. Dobbins had been there at 213, even though I don't take running backs, he's the one guy I make an exception for. Right. Um, cause I think he's going to be the guy for a while. So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, he's going to fall. Oh my gosh, he's going to fall. And I, I'm texting with Kirk going, I, he's not going to fall. He's going to get taken. He's going to get taken. Come on. You also are looking at the best available down mm-hmm. on sleeper and he's the top of the list. Yeah. And so, you know, somebody who doesn't know what they're doing might just take the top guy in the list, or also, whether he's the best one or not. We should say that. I don't know if we've mentioned it now, but the timer has now been a, an hour. Yes, right. it's, so been it's been shortened, shortened down to, to an, an hour. hour. And it's still been long for an hour <laughs> yeah, clock. It's still yeah. taking a while. People are using a lot of that hour. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it is what it is. So what I was going to say is, if he's at the top and they don't have their queue set up and they go an hour, he's going. Right. Well, then the guy who had that 212, there's people in the chat, people are throwing him trades. Yeah. Message sent, offer sent, offer sent. And I'm thinking, oh, no. If -hmm. somebody's trading up for that spot, I know that's who they're going for. And sure enough, Jabroner. What a Jabroner. uh, Trades in and takes J.K. Dobbins. And so my consolation prize was C.D. Lamb. I mean, that's not a bad consolation prize. I love C.D. Lamb. The problem is that he's my only wide receiver right now, Mm -hmm. and wide receivers are flying off the board. Mm -hmm. And I took him ahead of the next guys who went. Cup, Robinson, Ridley, Beckham, Metcalf, McLaurin, Chark, Keenan Allen. I mean, I'm nervous. I took him. I better be confident because I took him in front of a lot of guys who are guaranteed i mean alan robinson's a guaranteed producer yeah so i kind of went out on a limb but i'm i'm bullish and he wouldn't have been there in my next pick so no, if i want him i gotta no take him yep, in a league no this deep if there's a guy you want you better take him because yep. you can't assume they're coming back there's no way he's coming back so then we got to the end of that second round um barely any quarterbacks went we did have zach Ertz go off then it came back to you at 3-1 because yep. of the third round reversal. Third round reversal, and I decided to go uh, with who I thought was the best running back available um, because I wanted to uh, still kind of get a solid running back, so I went with Chris Carson. He's going to be healthy, and he's yeah. the guy that he is the has, guy. has gotten the, the lion's share of carries. So. At least for this year. you know, Next year they may not want to pay him, but I'll, I'll have him for this year. Yeah, he's the guy without the draft capital, which can make you nervous. But yeah. Rashad Penny is not going to be able to start the season. No. And you never know about DJ Dallas. So. Right. So I'm, uh, you know, going Evans, Galladay, Carson. That's not my normal uh, first three. But this isn't a normal league either. I mean, this is a... It feels like a very safe start to me. Yeah. You know, you've and got I... a running back who's going to get carries and a run-heavy offense. And you have two big body yeah. wide receivers. And I mean, I was thinking, too... 
it's really weird because Evans and Galladay on the same team feels like it's a 12-team roster starting out right there. Yeah. And I got him on a 32-team roster. Well, because, P- I mean, there's a lot of youthful guys that went first, yep. and people are, as usual, scared not to get a running back. Right. So. Uh, so then this was where Kurt then took Tua. Uh, we had the second linebacker <clears throat> off the board at 3-7 was Blake Martinez. Tackle that, machine. And it was the same team that took Darius Leonard. So we've got a team of Godwin, Leonard, and Martinez. Yeah. Force to be reckoned with. Yep. And then we had Jordan Hicks go. Um, okay. And then it gets to me at 3-13. And my goal... Um, guys I was considering. Baker Mayfield I was considering. Um, I would have considered, probably considered Goddard. It just seems silly yeah. when I have Kittle. Don't right. need to do that. I was looking at the wide receivers available. I considered Justin Jefferson, but he's not as appealing to me. <coughs> not as appealing to her either. He's not as appealing. Kona, stop. He's not as appealing um, in to pair up with Lamb right. as he is to pair up with Beckham. Like Beckham and Jefferson sense. feels like a really good match to me. So um, I ended up taking Baker. Uh, Jefferson went two picks later. So he then did. I had a trade offer almost immediately for Baker Mayfield. Oh, really? And the guy who picks at... The guy who picked at 316, so three picks later, sent me an offer of 316... And then a 14th rounder, a 15th rounder, a 16th rounder. Now, I initially read that as a 4th rounder. I thought he was giving me 316 for... Oh. Uh, hold on. He has... And 4-2. Okay. So I thought he was giving me 316, 4-2, and then a couple late rounds. And I sent it to Kurt. I was like, oh my gosh, look at this. I could get... Because Goff is another guy I was yeah. considering. I was like, I could get Jared Goff and then get another guy at 4-2... For Baker, that's a great turnaround. Then I'm like, oh, wait, that's not 4-2. That's no. 14. Jeez. And so I sent the guy a message, and I'm like, I'm like, here's the deal. I read this as round four, and I still was thinking about it, yeah. not automatically accepting it. Um, so there, I, this, that's just too many late picks. And he goes, well, I could make it 11, round 11 and around, tw- and around 12 with the 316. I go, yeah, if the fourth isn't included, I can't do it. And he goes, well, then enjoy Baker, frown face. And I'm thinking, well, actually, I'm going to go to the messages because I want to see exactly what he said. Um, Okay. So he says... Uh, add our three dog twenty one. Move three spots back and pick again. Plus a bunch of late picks. I'm a big Baker fan, and I said I read it as a fourth instead of a fourteenth, and that was consi- I that I was considering. But I'm a Baker fan too. Yeah. And he said hard bargain. Third, eleventh, twelfth for you to move to three sixteen instead of Baker. Yay or nay, our three dog. I'll make my picks if you're if you're Gucci. Does that mean if I'm good? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I'm too old for that. That's what the kids say. I said, sorry, if it isn't a third and a fourth, then I'll keep Baker. And he said, best of luck with him, frowny face. And I said, sorry, man, I was happy you fell to me. Then I realized that he had 316 and 317. 
So he had two thirds in a row and the fourth, which yeah. means if he had traded me the third and the fourth for Baker, he still had a pick right there. Yeah. Which in if if I were in the position that if I really wanted Baker and I was in that exact same position, those two picks giving him up would be easier when I still have a pick right there. Right. You know, it's not like I'm asking for both the thirds. And so I said, you have two in a row. You weren't willing to do it when you'd still have a third. And he said, that's not worth it, man, no matter how much I like Baker. Man, not and worth it, man. This is even better. You, you ready? just don't know, man. This is even better. You ready for this? Let's hear it. I got a quarterback. Okay, he picked. He ended up picking Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Which I think is very interesting because I think Goff was the clear next. Goff and Daniel Jones, I think, was available too. So he picks Jimmy Garoppolo, and then he says, I got a quarterback who got better fantasy points than him last year and will probably <laughs> yield similar results, even though I believe Baker will have a breakout year. Okay, so let's just clarify for I mean, that's here. negotiating one-on-one one, yeah. one on one right there. Yeah, let's just clarify something here. Jimmy Garoppolo does not have the same fantasy ceiling as Baker Mayfield, no. and it is not close. They're in completely different situations and skill sets. And last year, everybody knows Baker had the worst situation he possibly could have had. And he'll be better this year without Kitchens. Yes. And to say that they're going to yield similar results, but then also Baker's going to have a breakout year. Well, now you don't know what you're, now you're not making any sense. You can't have it both ways. And I just said, haha, I'm sure. So I kept Baker. But I'm thinking, Baker's not unattainable. Pay up for Baker. Right. But he didn't want to pay up for Baker. He wanted to bargain. Well, I picked him. Like, you're not trading for a pick that's a mystery pick and getting Baker. Like, trade up to trade up to 313 before the pick is made and take your guy. Once I've taken Baker, it's harder to get him. You know? It's kind of like with, with rookie picks. It's easier to acquire rookie picks when there's some mystery to them, once there's a name attached, people get right. attached real exactly. quick, which is why I was so surprised I was able to get Lamb from Mike after the draft happened because he was thing, already attached. You know, I've noticed in in this league, it's 32 teams, and people are throwing out 13, 15, 17 rounds. Those have zero appeal for right. me. If I'm trying to trade back or right. trade up, no appeal. I have no interest in your late, late round picks. Yeah. I mean, let's do something around your sixth and seventh, I'd think about. But if you want my. You my are talking such, and, such depth at that point. Yeah. Like that, why would I try to acquire those? I mean, this is not my first rodeo. I'm not an idiot. I mean, it, people are treating these this league like it's a 12-team league. Yeah. And it's not. It is not. The 14th rounder in a 32-team league is not even close to the 13th rounder in a 12-team league. Right. That's the thing that gets me all the time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So then I feel like there were some... Boy, I missed a lot of this. I feel like there were some annoying comments. There was some more stuff with table talk. I asked people to stop table talking, and so there was more of that. Come on, Dad. Come on, Dad. Yeah, a lot of that. Um, Ultimately, this has been going okay, but the trades have still... It's slow, Slow. and the trades have still been ridiculous. I thought maybe I'd make a pick during the draft. That's clearly not going to happen. No. So here we are. We're in a 32-round league. We're in three rounds of it. Um, what are your goals moving forward? Um, so you're you're sitting here with 
Evans, Galladay, Carson. Yes. My goal is at the turn, I would like to get a quarterback. Okay. Uh, because I feel that... Well, you have a win-now team. If you could get somebody like Breeze, you'd be really sitting pretty. Yeah. So that's... You know, I'm thinking about him or a couple other people. So I get a quarterback at the turn, and then I'll just see who's available because I have no idea who's going to be there. Right. I don't know if I want to go linebacker. I don't want to go D-line. I'm not sure. So I just got to see who's there. Sure. Because, again, I'm going to go best available. Yep. And yeah, and I'm I mean I will consider wide receivers at my at my next pick. I'll consider wide receivers who are there. I've got five ten. I've got ten picks until mine. Um I would consider I'm not considering running back yet. I would mm-hmm. consider the wide receivers that are available. Definitely not going quarterback. It'll basically be Baker and then in, on his bye week I'll start somebody else in there yeah. unless somebody falls into my lap. Um but I'm thinking I'd probably prefer to get best defensive lineman available because yeah. I got Bosa in the fourth round last time, and that would feel pretty good this time around too. Daniil Hunter is the only one who's gone, yeah. so it doesn't seem like people are prioritizing defensive line. As an IDP veteran, I know that defensive line is the hardest one to get um, contributors in, so mm-hmm. I want to get that spot. Want to get that spot filled. So whether it's one of the Bosas or. Um, even Chase Young for a super young guy, sure. intended, um, would be fine by me. Yeah. So. so it's it's exciting. I just wish it went faster. I mean, it's going so slow. We've been in we've been in drafts where it just flies. Well, and it's the it's the talks. I mean, it's the trade talks. Every single pick is on the block. Is on the block, unless it's me or Kurt or me or you, where we just pick immediately, pick right away. Yep. Yeah. So it's definitely driving me nuts, but um, and we got to get. But I'm excited. I want to see how the team ends up because, yeah. again, I've talked to Kurt about this a lot. I have, I have very, I have a lot of faith in my ability to find guys who have start worthy potential uh-huh. very, very late in the draft. Yeah. Offense and especially IDP. Like I've got deep IDP guys I love that right. most of these guys probably aren't thinking about, um, and I want to see how many of those guys I can get and see if. Like I want to get my team looking, I want to get my team looking like it's not a thirty-two team league. Yeah. That's my goal. That's my goal. And we've got a guy in Australia in this league too. He's down under. Yeah, taking away, and he's online right now. We are pausing this draft overnight, which is nice because yeah. they were talking about it being one hour per pick, but not pausing overnight. Yeah. And I think that would have been a mistake because then you have to have a queue set, and I think you're just asking for people to be upset about that Uh i personally wouldn't want to do that correct uh did you notice that danny took two tight ends in a row yep goddard and gasecki yeah that he was the last pick so he's got dak mclaurin goddard and gasecki okay interessante which is interesting do you think he's gonna try to use one of those tight ends as trade Trade, bait that's my guess he could go that's my guess it won't work with me but uh, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. Um. Do we have anything else to talk about tonight? My and friend? also, I was gonna say. Yeah. That, so that, too premature. Story the, of my life. The composition of these teams. Yeah. Is uh, you know, no two teams are are similar. <laughs> it is all over the place. It's. I mean, you got guys that are all white, and granted, there's trades thrown in here too. But um, Diabolical's got three wide receivers. Gouda's got. Two rookie, he's got Taylor, Akers, and Jefferson. He's got three rookies on his team. 
You got a team that's Adams, Beckham, and Rager, so all wide receivers. Yep. And then you got the BDP guy who's got Godwin and the two linebackers, Leonard and Martinez. So these teams are all over. And then you got Kurt with Burrow, Juju, and Tua. <laughs> and then you've got And then you've got guys, I mean you've got guys who like teams that are balanced. Yep. But then you know you wonder like here's Tyreek Hill. Carson Wentz, Damian Williams, and then you think about interesting with Damian Williams. You take a running back who's in theory going to lose his job, and then, so then what do you wondered about there? Another team with Barkley, Robert Woods, Brady, and Bobby Wagner. Yeah, <laughs> where are you going? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to compete or what are you doing? Yeah, you you got you're kind of all over the place. Yeah, so it's it's so interesting to. In a 32-team league that there's just so many different ways people are going. Do you think in a 32-team league, the deeper the league, do you think you need to commit to which direction you're going more or less than a normal league? Like, generally speaking, you either want to be super young yep. or super experienced or you just want that really healthy mix of both to keep kind of churning it over. But most people would look at a team and go, this is a rebuild or this is competing yeah. now. What are... what? Do you think it's more important to go any certain direction when it's this deep? I mean, I think in a 32-team league like this, I would want to go youth, personally. Let your players grow right. into their positions. Let them marinate, because yeah. once they all start hitting, I mean, you've got studs on your of riches, yeah. yeah. But, who knows? Yeah, that's so that's the only thing about, that's the only thing about Kittle. I mean, Kittle should be good for a lot more years. Mm-hmm. But I do wonder about, you know, by the time C.D. Lamb... Well, no, that's not true. C.D. Lamb needs a year, and he's going to be a stud, and that's what I'm hoping for, yeah. what I think is going to happen. And Baker will turn around this year, so what am I worrying about? And I mean, and then you've got a team... Where'd it go? Dalvin Cook, DJ Chark, Denzel Mims, and Sam Darnold. Hmm. So he's got... He's, he's got two Jets, that's he's, the problem. He's stacking. He's got Mims and Darnold. He's got the old Darmim stack. So every time, this is another thing that's interesting. Every time, it was the same way the first time around when we were doing it. I'll look at my roster and go, man, I have my tight ends great. Yep. I've got a quarterback, but then I only have one wide receiver and he's super young. But then when you look at every, when you just go by team yeah. and look at everybody, like here's your starting roster, yep. who's actually in there. I do that too. And you're looking at it going, Okay, I don't know what I was worrying about because here I'll just I'll just pick one. Okay, so here this guy has Lamar Jackson and then Devin Singletary and Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Okay, well I'm not scared of that. Devin Singletary and Henry Ruggs, give me a break, you know. Or like, um, how about what's another one here? Oh, oh, ah, uh, pick another one. Or how about this guy? He's got Michael Thomas, David Montgomery, Hunter Henry, Jared Goff. Like, that's good, but I'm not scared of that, right. you know? It's like the, everybody's got so many spots to fill and they have to wait so much. You're seeing all these good players go by and you're thinking they're all getting stacked on a handful of teams, but they're not. Right. They're, they're going to all over the place. Uh-huh. What did Danny just, Danny just posted something? I have no idea. Okay. All right. Ready to wrap this up? Yeah, I think that was a <clears> – <throat> we dissected that league pretty well, I think. Okay, hold on. i got to get to our song, and then we're going to try to not draw out this uh, – I tried last time, but that didn't happen. I know. I'm ready, though. Do you have your script? No, I don't need it. Oh, okay. I'm ready. You want to end it now? (laughs)
<laughs> I'm going to try not to draw it out for a long time. Go for it. It's like the famous Minnesota goodbye, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is a Minnesota goodbye on our so, podcast. So, thank you so much for listening to Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. This has been Dave. And I'm Ralph. And he's Ralph. So we're very glad you, you listened. We're hoping to get more listeners after this league uh, gets more, they, they gel together, and uh, more listeners. So that'll be great. So you guys have a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Booyah. You are moving better than last week. I mean, it hurts, but... Oh, it's still hurts.